Okay. Yay! Test your microphone. Say some words that are inspiring for the generations to come after us. I like big butts and I cannot lie. None of you other brothers can do not. Oh, let me check them. Let me check your knobs here. I feel Ooh. like you're a little, uh, little drowned out. A little drowned out. I can't see there. Ding dang, what a what a bing bang. Ooh, ee, ooh, uh, that does nothing. Uh, da, 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 da. Hey, let's see what this does. Say words. Oh, shit. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Mother, mother, fuck. Mother, mother, fuck. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Well, let me do it this way. Fuck, 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 fuck. fuck. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I have a deeply philosophical question for you. Okay. It's a two-part question, so bear that in mind as you answer part one. All right. Would you rather lick a clean butthole or a poopy butthole? I would assume clean. I would, I would think clean. Part two of the question. Okay. This is... The poopy butthole belongs to Scarlett Johansson. Okay. The clean butthole belongs to Betty White. Dirty. You're going, you're going <laughs> dirty? Ooh. I'm sure say, some... When you say dirty, what's, what's dirty like? I said poopy. Oh, poopy? <laughs> okay, like I said... Like, that is... There's brown crust around that rim. I'd be okay with it still. Yeah. Hmm. That's a tough one. I pondered that long into the night. Last night. <laughs> you did, last but, that, that, but that's what helped get you to bed. Uh, I, I couldn't sleep. It was it was bugging me because what do you do in that situation? Now it's easy to just answer and say, "Well, you know, do the old lady clean bottle." But when you're actually there and you see yeah, ninety five year old yeah. Betty White or however she's definitely like ninety eight or ninety, she's old as fuck. So you see Betty White, and she's probably like three foot now, <laughs> osteoporosis galore, and she's got that old BH that's been hammered since the twenties. <laughs> She's actually she's actually older than sliced bread. That's a proven fact. So you see that butthole, and then you see Scarlett Johansson fine as wine with a little dingy ring around it. What? Yeah, it's just poop. I mean, yeah, everybody poops. That's how you get into scat porn. The more you know. to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb James. With me, as always, is Spencer, the Bulgarian Boogeyman Church. Ooh, I like that yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good one, I right? like that one. Yeah, Bulgarian Boogeyman. And today, we actually have a special guest, Joaquin Phoenix. Could not be here. No. But we did get Jared Leto, who also denied our request. <laughs> so, we have nobody, as usual. We tried digging up peach leather, but... You miss every shot you don't take. Yeah. So we at least got to put the the vibe out there that we're looking for guests. So I talked to Joaquin's agent, which I don't think it was really his agent. It was a guy named Raul. <laughs> I just saw him down in the strip district. He was on this, uh, he was wearing like the Joker makeup. And I was like, oh, that's cool makeup. He's like, yeah, I'm Joaquin's uh, agent there. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a believable story I just told. 
I'm ashamed of myself. Some writer, I couldn't even craft a tale on the spot to intrigue the audience. Today I'm drinking another Negroni. You like those? You're drinking Pure Life. Pure Life. There it is. There he is. I knew it. Can you take his janglers off? No, his, his neck janglers. Oh, I was going to say his balls? I thought jingling, jingling. No, he already lost those. I, those are, we already took those off. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> we took those off some time ago. <laughs> there he goes, too. Just... Never we took, fails. We took those off before we had a chance to realize what they were. For a brief period, I don't know if this happens to all dogs, but after we got him fixed for like a solid three months, he just was getting boners and humping everything. Yeah. It was very strange. You alright? That sounded angry. So, so we were talking about having an episode. What is the topic again? We are going to discuss the movies that the people watch in the stores with the pops of the pudding. No, um, I had the great idea. Actually, it kind of goes along with something I tweeted, I think it was yesterday, about the Joker movie. And I brought this up because everybody's praising the new trailer for the Joker. And I guess Joaquin Phoenix, they, you know, they think he did an amazing job already without seeing the movie. Which I agreed, he looked yeah. like he was going to be good. But everything I've seen... When they were just showing like set pictures and oh, everything before, everybody's just all, shitting on shitting it. Shitting all over it. He'll never be he, like Heath Ledger. He can never live up to Heath. He won't even be Jack Nicholson. Fuck, Jared Leto probably did a bit. Like everybody was just pooping on Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, he's too old. He can't going to do a Joker origin as an old guy. And then here we are, the trailer drops. And just like I predicted, because I was, I said a long time ago, I thought they were going with like a taxi driver vibe. And that's exactly what it looks yeah. like. And it looks really good, and now everybody's praising it, saying he's going to be the best Joker. See, my thing about it was just that I didn't necessarily think that he was going to do, like, a bad job. I just didn't see the point of a Joker movie. Right. Regardless, but then, the you know, as the pictures and teasers and actual trailers came out, it looks pretty, you know, it looks right. pretty good. Well, they were talking about it being kind of like uh, King of Comedy meets Taxi Driver. I never watched King of Comedy. That was a Martin Scorsese movie with Robert De Niro. He was kind of, uh, I guess he was mentally ill. And he tried, he wanted to be like a comedian and like a TV host or something. So he hosted a show in his basement and there was like nobody there. But he thought, he acted like there was or something. We went to, we went to school with a kid like that. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, I guess we did. How you doing? He always interview you. He just walk up with an imaginary microphone and interview you. And he'd tell Bugs Bunny jokes all the time. Going, What's up, Doc? <laughs> that was weird. But uh, Robert De Niro is in the Joker movie. And I guess in the trailer, you can see him on stage briefly or on TV or something. Oh, really? So maybe they're going to go off of that. I don't know, because it's Martin Scorsese who produced this one, right? Yeah, he's a producer, yeah. So wouldn't that be some shit if they did a Shamalama Ding Dong twist mm -hmm. and it was just like a continuation of that or something? What's weird is that it's directed by the guy who did the Hangover movies. That's what I thought. And it, like, this doesn't look anything like a Hangover movie, so we'll see. Uh, go ahead. Come on, I can edit. I love editing. I love sitting there editing. Editing, pressing buttons, and I delete the... The point of this episode was going to be something intriguing. Wasn't it like the um, well, I wanted adaptations to talk of different 
literature and just other fiction? Well, I didn't come up with a title yet, so that's to be determined. But the basic thing I was thinking was kind of like with the Joker. It's almost like after Heath Ledger died, they just wanted the character of the Joker to die. Like the hardcore fans did not want anybody else to play that role. But it's a fictional character. Yeah. And then they shit on Jared Leto's Joker. Well, granted, I mean, it wasn't. I didn't like how he looked at all. But at the same time, like that's a different. It's not like he is just shitting on Heath Ledger. It's a different adaptation, a different iteration of the character. And I am fully like I fully go for people imagining characters different and changing them up, which happens obviously way more in comics than it does in like literature. Yeah, but there's no reason you can't have a fictional character you know however they were made one way and then try to do it another way even if i mean it might fail but i don't think characters would just die and that's the end of it so what do you think about that do you think that say the joker after you know his movie appearance or maybe one of his vast fucking comic book appearances like he has a real salt like the killing joke real solid storyline there you think they should just end it on that oh yeah they did a great job with it nobody should nobody else should try i think that the um Especially, like, when you start dealing with these older characters, you have to change certain things to, to modernize and up and update them a lot. Um, like, with the Joker thing, like I said, I just didn't think they really needed to be a Joker movie. Because I think the part of the... One of the better things about the Joker is not knowing... His actual origin. Yeah. But putting that aside, like I said... um. I've seen the the trailer. It looks like it's gonna be a good movie, so I'm I'm all for it. I said my just main problem was with it. Like I just didn't understand a Joker movie, let alone an or, or an origin Joker movie, or if we like our present, an orange Joker movie. Yeah. Did, you, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, side note, I love his name, Arthur Fleck, Affleck, yeah, A Fleck, yeah. That's I saw great. that. I saw that. I don't know. I I like that the. the being able to change things and, and well, taking a little bit of a liability to see what it, you know, what might stick with, because you never know what makes it better. Well, a good example is, of that is, uh, like, the most recent iterations of Batman and Superman. You have a darker Superman, and you have a Batman who fucking has a gun, shooting yeah. people and shit. People hated both of those things. Batman and Superman came out in, what, the 20s and 30s? Thir- 30s, I think. Yeah, I think it was the 30s. Well... Batman just had its 80th anniversary, so... Yeah, so if you have characters that old, how are you going to hold... Especially Superman. He, you know, the Boy Scout, he has the morals and everything. How are you going to have that same character in modern times? Is it going to work? I mean, I understand having, like, the moral aspect of it, but you can't have a Superman... That's fucking still 1930s Superman. In the truth, justice, and the American way, you can't have, well, especially the American way now. What is the American way now? And the fact that these movies are global, like, before, like, whenever, uh, um, like, I'm sure whenever the Christopher Reeves Superman movies, I'm sure eventually they made it overseas and stuff like that, but it wasn't, like, Mm -hmm. the big, like... Block off, blocked off his thing like now like uh like Captain America his like his movies in other countries they don't call him Captain America call him the first Avenger or something or something like that you know so but like and, and it all depends like the Superman I really don't give a shit about Superman too much so whenever they did like a darker uh, more realer kind of Superman you liked I, it I was all See, for, I liked it too I was all for that like but hardcore Superman 
fans hated it I mean, because it wasn't the original character iteration. And and, and like the bat, like I liked this Ben Affleck Batman. I thought he was good. I just think that any time that he had a the he had a chance to portray the character, the writing was just shitty. Held him back, yeah. It, it, because they just didn't they didn't write the character of Batman the way that he is in those movies. Like in the Justice League movie whenever um like there's a scene whenever Superman first comes back and Superman's like, Oh, you guys must be desperate if you brought me back and he's like, Even you you know, super uh, and he like looks at Batman and says, You hated me and he goes, I don't I not I, what was it? I don't not not hate you. They, like, but well, that man would never have said that. No. All he would have done was looked at him and go, and it would have got the yeah. same like comedic effect. Just a dead face. Just stare that, at him. That you would have. That you were trying to aim for with that line. See, that's ham fisted writing and not caring about the character because they went and they, that's a reshot. They went yeah. back and did reshoots because they felt it wasn't uh, funny enough, and that's like an awful way to go about making movies. But at the same time, like you said, a character definitely can suffer from the writing, but they could have easily made the best Batman of all time. Yeah. And he could have still shot people with guns, and people still would have liked it if they did it right. And I mean, and there's a history of uh, Batman with the with the guns, because even early on, like if you look at like the old early detectives, like um, there's this famous scene of like a crook is like lean, like looking out of a window, and Batman's on the fire escape, and just like. Kicks him in the head and like snaps his neck. Yeah, there's like a, that really, hung, really stuff. He hung a dude from a helicopter, I think once. Something like that. It was that, like yeah. a crazy guy. Instead of saving him, he just killed him. And like he's always used guns, like you know, like in like you know, he's always had the grappling hook, and he's had other kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, even recently in the comics, he was uh, fighting KG Beast because he shot Nightwing in the head. Oof. Yeah, and so that's a whole fucking thing that they're doing now. He doesn't re- he's not Dick Grayson anymore. He's Rick Grayson cuz he can't remember his he doesn't remember any of his adult like Nightwing stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's why he changed his name yeah. to Rick. But so anyways, in the Batman title when he's hunting him down they're like in Russia and they're fighting the um he's so the the guy uh is beating him up and he's on the ground and he's like covering over over Batman and Batman takes his grappling gun and just shoots it up in the air and he like hits him in the chin like cut and you hear his neck make this crack sound and he falls and Batman just leaves him there he's like you can find a way to get out yeah that's kind of fucked up yeah Batman is I mean he's a clearly opposed to murder but he has murdered but again that goes with the writers. Different iterations of Batman, different storylines. You can change these things, but some people are so diehard they won't let it happen. Like another example is uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. In the movies, they always have Peter Parker as the perpetual teenager. Like we're on the fucking third reboot of Spider-Man, he's still a teenager, which is fine because that was a big arc of his character. But there's so many stories where he's an adult. And they only touched on it with, like, the Tobey Maguire movies, but I want to see a more mature storyline with Spider-Man. Well, the problem with those earlier ones is that they had, like, Tobey Maguire when he's, like, 30 trying to play Play a a teenager. They actually have, like, a kid now, so I'm hoping... Well, now, yeah, it works, but, like, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, like, they're not fucking teenagers. So what I'm hoping now is that they're going to try to real-time it to a certain point to... As he's getting older, so like you literally have, if you can keep a hold of him, you can have watch this, him grow up. Kid, that'd be cool, and he can be, he can play Spider Man for like the next twenty years. 
is what I'm hoping for. Well, I mean, just so we don't talk about, you know, comic book characters, it's just easy, like, you know, with the comic book movies out, it's easier to talk about those. But say, uh, like a Frankenstein or a Dracula, like those classic characters, they haven't changed too much. And they, when they did the Robert De Niro Frankenstein movie, they actually went more with the book. It wasn't the, ooh, bolts in the neck, square head Frankenstein. He was like a fucking almost zombie looking kind of creepy guy. And that's the how Frankenstein was written. Yeah. But because the early movies portrayed Frankenstein the way we or Frankenstein's monster the way we know it, that's how audiences want to see their Frankenstein monster. So that De Niro movie I didn't think uh, did too well, but it was a good movie. And then like Dracula, they never want to see like a modernized Dracula. They always want the cape wearing, fucking pale face, fancy, you know, a Bella de Gossi yeah. vampire. What? Well, the thing with the vampire one, though, too, is, like, that's a whole other genre, so they could do that with not even dealing with Dracula, per se. They can just have Twilight. Let me defend Stephanie Meyer real quick. Why? For the first... Well, we oh. have to have a first for the podcast. Okay. All right. How many of those have you had to drink? This is the first one. Huh? No. Stephanie Meyer... I will give her this. Even though Twilight was shitty and vampires shouldn't sparkle... Who are we to say vampires don't sparkle? That's just her imagining a different type of vampire. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think she did it poorly, but think about this. If you had um, Stephen King, Neil Gaiman, if one of those guys wrote a vampire book and the vampires sparkled and there was a reason for their sparkling, you might not think it was so lame. Yeah. It might be cool. Maybe they, because they would describe it in a way that would be fucking cool. Other than just like they had glitter. Yeah, or whatever fuck she said. They're they're beautiful in the sunlight. They're like a sparkling crystal. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I have no idea what she fucking Which said. wouldn't that just bring more to like, why is that guy so glittery? Or why is that guy shining so much? Yeah. And it kind of takes the, um, the angst out of being like a vampire. Like, oh, yes, you're a mortar and, and all this. But you can only go out during the, during the nighttime. You can't go out during the day. But, well... Now you can, so if the big drawback of being a vampire is you sparkle a little bit in the sunlight and that you are creepy, like, hitting on high school girls. Well, look at um, I Am Legend, the original novel. Yeah. Those vampires came on the day. They weren't fucking... They were, they were almost, like zombies almost. Yeah, they were more zombie-like, but they at the end of the book, they had a girl come and get him pretending to be human and then yeah. she like wipes her paint off or I forget what it was but she was actually a vampire too well what I like about the well, I haven't read the actual novel I read the the graphic novel adaptation that was done by Steve Niles the 30 days of night sky right and it was just really thick and really wordy so I assume that it was pretty accurate to the book well the definitely the main difference besides it being in the 50s or whatever was uh who was it Matheson wrote the original. Yeah. His original, like I said, the vampires did because they bothered him like all day, I think. I'm pretty sure they they weren't nocturnal vampires or they could come out in the daytime if they had some kind of shit on their face or something. But they didn't actually follow the regular vampire trope of Dracula, which is the sexy, gonna yeah. charm you vampire, bite your neck, and lives in a co- sleeps in a coffin. Only. So that was an early reiteration of the classic vampire character. That was excellent, but nowadays I feel like, say his vampires didn't come out. We just had Dracula, that was the only one. And a modern writer wanted to make a fucking blade-type vampire, but it wasn't like a half-breed, just a vampire that could go out in the daytime. 
people would hate that idea, as we hate Stephanie Meyer's yeah. idea. And I think that's not the good. That's not a good way to look at it. I think even if it's original character, like classic characters or original characters, they should be allowed to change. Like the right, if we have new writers, they should be allowed to change. And, and as I, fans, you can decide if you don't like the final product, but you don't shit on it before it comes out like they did with Joaquin Phoenix or Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, they oh, thought he was a terrible they, cast. They hated that until he died. Once he, like, nobody gave him any props on that until he died before the movie came out. Yeah, and then as soon as the movie came out, it was the greatest Joker of all time. Because they're like, oh, Brokeback Mountain Joker? Yeah. Like, nobody's gonna, that's gonna be dumb. And then he died right after he got done, fil- mostly done filming. And they were just like, oh my God, he's amazing. Because he was dead. I'm sure if he yeah. was alive, I mean, I'm sure if he if he didn't die at that, he'd still he still did a great job, and he would. But I don't think he wouldn't have got the Oscar for it. Probably not. But what most people there's Oscar talk for Joaquin Phoenix based on a trailer. That's always a fucking Alre- sign. Already, yeah. always. But well, did you see how much weight he lost for that? That was so good. I was talking to uh, I was talking to people up at the the shop yesterday. When there those scenes where he didn't have like a shirt it's on, all bones. Yeah, it was. Ew. He doesn't. You look at his pictures of his face. He doesn't look like Joaquin Phoenix at all. He looks yeah. like a fucking gangly monster. He went the Christian Bale route. Oh yeah, with the machinist. Like goes well. He didn't go that skinny, no. but he definitely went fucking real skinny. Because he was kind of a bigger guy before that, because he he kind of went off the rails. He was getting like uh, a beard and he was chubby and shit. Oh, going back to Heath Ledger, everyone said, "Oh, the fucking Jack Nicholson Joker was the best." You can't compare with that. Go back and watch the Jack Nicholson Joker, and then watch the Heath Ledger yeah. Joker, and judge for yourself. I mean, and then like I said, the Jared Leto Joker, everybody shit on. I didn't like how I he didn't- looked. But I think if it turned out he wasn't the actual Joker, mm. or maybe if they didn't write, you know, they didn't go so hot topic with the look. But I think, like, the laugh and the character he played wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah, like, his mannerisms and, like, how he sounded, and, like, he had a good laugh. Yeah, it was just all the stupid tattoos mm. and the teeth and stuff. But even to go back even farther with, like, the Jack Nicholson Joker, people will go, fuck you. Nobody can, cho- can top Cesar Romero's Romero. Joker. Yeah. And he had a fucking painted mustache. <laughs> yeah. Like he had a mustache with paint over it. And I mean, that was a good joke or two, but obviously those, that show was whack. <laughs> Come on. Adam West is great, but that show was whack. Yo, it was yeah, hilarious. It's great to watch, but it was not a good show. Oh, I mean, yeah, come on. I mean, nobody's getting inspired from that show. And you know what? Here's a hot take. I didn't like Christian Bale's Batman. I like yeah. his fighting and... But I didn't like his Bruce Wayne, and I didn't like his fucking Batman voice. Yeah, that's what I, I the voice, and I didn't even really like a lot of the suits in in the um. No, I didn't like the Liam Neeson. What was that? The Batman. Be- yeah, Batman Begins. I it was okay, but I don't remember anything from that movie. I remember the Dark Knight because uh, Two Face and the Joker. Yeah, and then like those awesome performances. But Christian Bale, I didn't think it was that great. And then the third one, I thought it was fucking kind of shitty. I liked Bane, but I didn't. I no, didn't like the, uh, the, you know, the uh, Sean Connery impression. This is how I talk now. I'm going to destroy you, Batman, and then I'm going to break your back. Like, yeah, that was stupid. Um, they rushed that movie. That just wasn't enough. Um, because you you'd have to figure. 
the Joker was going to be in that in that third movie somewhat for something. Like you know what I, I mean? I think they planned for him to be one of the escapees, and he probably would have had a bigger role, especially after like the awards season. Because I think Heath Ledger probably would have been nominated regardless. I don't think he would have won necessarily. You know the Oscar, but I think he definitely would have had a bigger role in the third one just because of that. And uh, just kind of going back to uh, I forget what I was talking about. When you forget what you're talking about, let's just talk about butt sex. <laughs> I wonder if it happens if I press all the keys on here. All of them at the same time? You're just mad because my laptop has the knob in the middle and yours doesn't. What's your knob? What's the do? You can do anything with it. Oh, okay. Use it as a mouse. You can, uh, if you hold in the uh, a button in the middle here, you could use it to scroll. It's very fancy. It does seem fancy. Logitech. No, this isn't Logitech. What am I fucking talking about? It's IBM. It's a ThinkPad. A Yo- ThinkPad Yoga X1 Carbon. Joe Rogan recommended it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a nice-ass laptop, but it doesn't look like it's real fancy, but it is cool. Oh, man, we forgot our sponsor today. Which is... Do you want to get... You don't remember the sponsor? Samson's Dildos. Oh! Whenever you... <laughs> whenever you're aching for a quake and pounding in the... I don't know. <laughs> they didn't give us a read copy. <laughs> yeah, that's what... That's what we should just start doing is just making up sponsors. We have to, yeah, if it's Samson, it's got to be from Samson from the Bible, right? That's a double whammy because religious folks are hammering them. His real long pubes makes it strong. Oh, God. We went off the rails because I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, man. So we're talking about characters and why you should not kill them. Well, and then kill they, them off for permanently because, well, this well, goes with fucking Marvel comics especially. They kill characters and they always come back. Yeah. Or, like, now uh, we're talking about, like, new takes on people uh, and on things. Uh, the new Hellboy movie. Everybody's people... shitting on the new Hellboy movie without it coming out yet because it's not Ron Perlman. And, like, I get it. I love Ron Perlman. And I love those first two movies. And I am skeptical because it just, like, they just see weird things. Like, it. Because, other than, like, the first one. The first Ron Perlman movie was kind of similar to the comics. The second one had nothing to really do with the comics, but they were both great. This one seems like it's definitely going to be different from the comics. It seems like Hellboy... Because in the original ones and in the comics, Hellboy is with the BBRD since like he's a little kid. It right. doesn't seem like that now in the trailers. But is it a bad thing? I'm not saying it's bad. It's just it, it's different. So I'm going to go see it when it comes out. Here's a fucking here's an example. We're going to go see Pet Cemetery on Saturday. Oh, okay. They changed a big plot in the you know, a big plot point. It's not Gage the main plot point. Yeah. Gage doesn't get hit by the truck and die and become the zombie kid. It's uh what's her name? Ellie, the older child. Yeah. She's the one. When I first heard that, I immediately went, Oh, come on, get the fuck out of here. I just didn't like it, but then I thought, well, it makes more sense. A fucking toddler's not that scary. It would be yeah. way easier to subdue a toddler than an older and, kid. And, and especially for the movie, like it just, it just plays better cinematically, I think. It's going to be able, you're able to make more of a horror yeah. movie out of it than, other than like, they don't this have to use weird... a doll or anything like yeah. they did in the first one. And also... Speaking of dolls, real quick, time out on that. Time out. Did you see who they got to play the new Chucky, do the voice for the new Chucky? Oh, I forgot. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Yeah, I was excited when I heard that. I was like, that's... That, made no- me, that actually made me like, I might go see a Chucky movie in the theaters, maybe? Well, you like, nobody wants the original actor to be replaced in Chucky, the voice actor, but then you get Mark Hamill. 
fucking awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to turn it down because you know he's going to do an amazing job. Um, harping back on pet, you know, going yes, back yes, to back, pet, back, cemetery. pet cemetery real quick. <laughs> a lot of people were kind of upset. Like I, my initial reaction, a pet cemetery is, oh, you can't change such a major plot point. But that doesn't seem to be getting too like people aren't too upset about that. One because pet cemetery wasn't the greatest movie originally anyway. Yeah. So whenever you have a movie that's not that good and they redo it and it might be better, that's like it. I thought the movie was better than the TV series. Oh, well, yeah. I mean. So, you can't complain. I mean, everybody. That's another one. Fucking Tim Curry. Everyone's like, oh, you can't replace Tim Curry. Is it? Yes, but also if you want a scarier it, kind of. Because his, his, he had some moments that were scary and creepy. But as far as like, um, what the fuck is his name? He's a Scourger God. He's one of Scar- those. Yeah. He's one of those. One of those guard, Swedish. He's from, he's from one of those families. He, yeah, the Skarsgård kid. I forget his name, but he, um, he was, he's the one I think I he's he did a good on, job. on Castle Rock too. Yeah, he's on Castle Rock. Which thought, that, that oh man, that was so good. Don't get into that because I haven't watched it yet. But I thought he did a good. Uh, well, and then too, like it's also like sometimes like that original one was like what filmed in like was a TV movie in like the early nineties, early nineties or late eighties. It wasn't so amazing. like. That's almost tw- like over like twenty years until like now like it's it's gonna be better. And hopefully, it's gonna be better. I've because people always shit on reboots, but I'm always on under the assumption that uh, well, my belief, not the assumption, my belief is if you can do it better than the original, fuck yeah, yeah, why not? I never understood this. You can't retell a story even if it's better, or you especially can't change certain elements to the story. Why not? Especially when those things that, like, I just said, like, on, on things that haven't been out for, like, decades. Yeah, they hate when you reboot old movies, yet some of the greatest movies were reboots that people don't remember. Like, The Thing with yeah. uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, that was an old... That like was an old, old, movie. old movie. Yeah, people always forget, like, b- because it was so good. Or, like, the fucking... This, the... The A Star is Born. It's like the fourth fucking time that movie's been made. Yeah. Well, so put it this way. If you made the sh- remade The Shining, people are going to shit on it before it comes out because, you know, it can't be Stanley Kubrick's Shining because it was so good. But if you remade Maximum Overdrive, people might be like, hey, fuck yeah, I'll watch that. And, and you know what? I'll go out there. The Shining... TV like movie series that they did wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. It was, it was more. It was closer to the book. Yeah, and so like, granted, you didn't get like the visuals wasn't as great, and you didn't have some of the crazy weird storytelling. But like, it definitely made a lot more sense than what the movie did. Put it yep. this way, I feel like if you had a good director come out, like say Quentin Tarantino wanted to do The Shining, you know that's gonna be a badass fucking movie. Mm. It's going to be blood and gore, and it's going to be fucking crazy dialogue, and it's going to be a good movie, and that that would really make people conflicted because, well, you know, again, Stanley Kubrick's Shining was a masterpiece. We can't remake a masterpiece. Why not? If it's completely different from the – like, that's another one. If you make it completely different from the source material, like, a lot of people will get upset, but what if it's – really good still yeah you can tell a story multiple ways that's one thing people don't like to like talk about you can tell a story from more than one angle i mean even if you say um say something as simple as the x-men movies 
you could tell a story from Magneto's perspective and it completely changes everything. Oh, yeah. And then you'd be like, oh wait, he's he's the good guy. He's doing he's trying to save mutants who are getting persecuted. They're trying to kill them. Yeah, he's the good guy. Like that's what you would think if you saw it from his perspective. And like they touch on that in the movies, but you, you know, it's like, well, he's gotta lose. He can't win because extermination of humans. Like there's always multiple angles from a story you can tell, but it's usually the first one that's what people harp like that's what they stick to. Yeah, people just don't want to have any change because they they f- for some reason they think that just because the new Hellboy movie comes out that they can't watch those other Hellboy movies for some reason. Yeah, like, it's they, like, that, it's that's like, the kind of reaction that they have. It's like now that this new thing is out, you can't ever go back to the old thing that you loved. It's not going to be there anymore. It's still going to be there. It's my turn to do what grinds my gears. Okay. You know what grinds my gears? What grinds your gears? When fucking people, when they're talking about a reboot or a sequel or something, and usually a reboot, people say, like I see it all the time, especially on fucking Facebook because I follow this movie site on there. They always talk about, oh, they fucking ruined my childhood. Like when they were releasing the new Aladdin with Will Smith yeah. the genie. They're ruining my childhood. The think... old Aladdin's still out there. And you I can don't... fucking dust it off and watch it. And like, I don't even think like he looks that bad. Like once, no. he, once he's in blue. It's because Robin Williams did such a good job. But you know what? People didn't even realize, and I didn't even realize it for this for the until recently that he only did two out of the three Aladdin movies. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't do the last one. Was it the, I thought he didn't do the, the second one and then came back. For, I don't, regardless. He I only, didn't watch the, sec, the, yeah. the sequels. I don't fucking know. But, th- like, that's the thing. That fucking, oh, it ruined my childhood. How did it? The original source material is still there. If somebody rewrites Carrie and you don't like it, you don't have to read the new one. Just read the original. And nobody's making you go see it. Nobody's making you see the movie. They redid Carrie recently and it was shitty. Yeah, as I didn't far watch as I, that. I watched clips of it and it looked like it followed the book more. I didn't... Like, I just wasn't interested because they made it PG-13, I think. Yeah. So that like that's what turned me off. But everyone said it was shitty and I think, again, probably PG-13. Because yeah, I, I remember seeing the thing like that might be good because they got the the girl to play uh, that played Hit Girl and yeah, all those. Yeah, ass. So like I was Blow like, oh, like, she could do like a good job, like you know what yeah, I she's mean. She's a good actress, and she's played like batshit kind of crazy roles before. I think that movie was probably good or at least better than they portrayed it. But again, they remade Carrie and Sissy Spacek did an amazing job in the original. But when you fucking read the book, Carrie isn't pretty. She doesn't look like Sissy Spacek or Chloe Moretz. She looks like a pudgy acne. Like, he more than one occasion in the book talks about her back acne. Like, it's really detailed and gross. So, it's not like they followed the source material in the original movie either. So, I don't understand this whole, oh, we have to, you know, we can't remake a movie. Especially when they do a remake and it's actually closer to the source material. Like you said, the Shining TV series. Yeah. Why are we shitting on that? Why do we shit on everything? Is it because we hate change or is it just because this fucking weird sense of nostalgia from something from your youth? Because when they reboot something that was like, like say Spider-Man, when they did Andy Garfield and then they immediately did like the Tom Holland ones, you didn't care too much because that was recent. But if they redid a Rugrats or a Doug or something from your childhood, you're going to be fucking shitting on it. Like they doing He-Man and people are shitting on it. Do you also think it might have something to do with, like, uh, a lot of these people would probably think, like, 
Oh, if I did the reboot or whatever, it'd be. I, if I did it, it would be good. But these these guys, they're gonna screw it up. Yeah, there's that. True. Here's the thing too. There's always this weird thing where it's like, are they going to keep to the you know stick to the source material? And then if they do stick to the source material, such as uh, Watchmen. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking boring. I could have just read the book. Okay, so when they if they did Watchmen, but they changed everything, same characters. Same overall story arc, but everything we'll, was different. We'll we'll, we'll we'll see because they're doing the sh- they're yeah. doing that show on HBO, so we'll see how, what that's like. I bet see. you if it's different, it'll get the same kind of ire that the original one got, but different. Like it would be like instead of oh the fucking Watchmen is just like the book, it was the closest comic book adaptation. I could have just read the book. They would be like oh it's too different. It's not like the book. I don't like, like Preacher got yeah. that. It's not. Like, it doesn't follow the book. Do you want to read the book? Go read the book. Yeah. It's fucking there. You, you can read the books and it's there. You don't have to call. I don't like movies that are exactly like the book. Why am yeah. I watching the movie if well, it's the same or, as something I already know the whole um, story? The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Everyone is, got mad when they started it, changing it, things. It's, it's famous for this. They, they fought, The show will follow beats of the comics. Like main story beats an ox. They would do it. And they would do things differently, like, on, like, instead of character A gets killed here, they'll kill character B, and that character A might get killed farther down the line in a different way. And then, they, to get to those main story plots, they take different angles and go different ways, but still kind of get there, but they do things different, A, because... It's a different medium, so sometimes you just have to do things different. You can't do it the same. But yeah. they also know, along with like the millions of regular people watching it, they have those other fans who have already read all the comics, and you want to keep those people in suspense too, because you don't want those nerdy assholes that's going around and telling everybody else, well, in next issue, uh, so is gonna <laughs> die. Just like, Yeah, like, no, you gotta... You gotta change it. You gotta keep people on their toes. Well, that's a great point. And I mean, I'm sure there's a balance of changing too much and keeping to the source material. Because even I, like, who likes when they change things, I still want some of the source material in there. Like, you don't want to see a a fucking 40-year-old virgin Spider-Man. Like, it's just stupid. But when it comes to, like, The Walking Dead's a good example because, like you said, they change certain aspects of it and they kill people different ways. Like, uh, think about Game of Thrones. Yeah. I mean, they don't have source material to go on anymore, so now they're creating original content so people aren't so mad, but like, you go back to Walking Dead, the books had a lot of fans, so the fans reading the book might have gotten upset because they changed things because it's not like the book, but like you said, you want to keep them in suspense, and you also want to attract people who didn't read yeah. the books or aren't interested in reading the books. It's a different medium. So if it's a different medium, why are you getting upset for them changing things? Like, and we, I mean, I'm sure we've touched on this before. They do that a lot when, uh, say, the newest Fantastic Four, when they made Johnny Storm, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. And then he was, what, adopted or something? Like, they changed it up. No, uh, um, Sue was adopted. Yeah, so they changed it up that way. And people get upset. And anytime they do, uh, like, a race change, they get upset in the movies. Like, well, like, the He-Man, they're, uh. I believe he's a port, maybe Puerto Rican. I forget his name. Oh, really? Yeah, that's gonna be He Man, and everybody was upset because you know He Man's big, buff, blonde hair, blue eyed. 
I was upset because the Puerto Rican guy's not buff. Yeah. Like, you gotta be jacked to be He-Man. I don't really care if you're blonde hair, blue eye, you live on whatever fucking fantasy. It's a cartoon. It doesn't really matter. But people get upset about that. But at the same time, see, I don't know. Because, like, there was talks in the past of Will Smith being uh, uh, Superman. And he said he would never do it because, yeah. you know, white folks would instantly hate him. Understandable. But say if you had... Like Idris Elba or somebody, somebody that I think would do a good job as Superman. Well, I don't care. Idris Elba, he um James Bond with James Bond, but then he was also in the Dark Tower. Which, granted, that movie did not do what they, they wanted to do, but that wasn't his fault. No, that was just word writing and directing. Like he did an awesome job. Like I know now that they're doing a um they recasted they're doing a TV show on like the. CBS All Access, I think, or one of the streaming services. Uh, but, like, I would definitely, like, if they were going to do more Dark Tower movies, I would say keep him. Yeah. But I, I like, I doubt Well, here's the now. thing. You know he would do a fucking excellent James Bond. Oh, yeah. And there's no reason he can't be modern-day James Bond. And everyone says, well, Ian Fleming wrote James Bond as a white British guy, and what was that, the fucking 50s or whenever Something he wrote like those that, books? Yeah. And, like, Ian Fleming was a cool dude. Like, he was, like, a Britain's version of Secret Service. He actually went on mission. He was pretty yeah. much real-life James Bond. I think he was writing about his life. Like, yeah. But, it, you know, Idris Elba would do an amazing James Bond. There's no reason why he couldn't play the character. And people are, like, again, they're upset because it's a black guy playing a white guy. But that's one of those cases, like, there's no reason James Bond can't be a black guy because, you know, the theory is James Bond is just an uh, alias. It's just, it's yes. not a real person. It's just a name. Yeah, they talk about doing a Jane Bond, and everyone's like, well, I'd be fine if he was 009 or 005. Does it really matter? But then switch it up. Say Tony Stark did decide to make black. Would people probably get upset because, you know, Robert Downey Jr., but say he never got into the Marvel picture. They might, would they get upset still? Because Nick Fury was a white guy, and... When you think of Nick Fury now, Samuel Jackson, because yeah. he did a fucking great job. Or, or um, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. They were, people were furious that Doctor Who was going to be a female, even though that for years that they've, for those who don't know Doctor Who, he's a Time Lord. He regenerates when he can, when he's about to die. Uh, his whole race can do that. And they've showed other people of his race change sex like just because you're a male that doesn't mean every time you come back you're going to be a male you yeah can be so you a can female. easily be a woman so like they they still laid, gave they, it a hard they time laid that down and they whenever it came when they, they announced it people were you you had people shitting out but i think what helped with that is that you had a whole new group who was happy and praised for that you know like you had a lot of the like, women and stuff coming out uh, but there was still a good amount of hate. But like though, like this last season with her on it, like they were really good episodes. Like she did an awesome job as it, and I hope she gets to, uh, you know, I hope she gets some more time as as, as to play the doctor. Because uh, I think I heard like they had taken the year off or something like that. Yeah, something. But like, yeah, I hope she gets at least like another season or, or se- series. That's one of those shows over there. That's one of those shows I watched, like, I don't even remember which doctor it was. It wasn't David Tennant, maybe the guy after him. I uh, watched him, and it was fucking awesome. But I was like, I can't go down this wormhole, because then I'm going to have to go back 80 years or whenever it started to watch him. Well, you you could start at when they started, like, the new series. Like, the guy right before Tennant, like, 
Dude, like you could stop with that and you'd be okay. You'd but be like, a- but I'm the same way. Like I had the same thing. Like I'm the kind of guy who will want to go back from all the original dog and what. And what sucks about that is, like, you can't even watch them all because there's a lot of episodes that got lost and damaged. Yeah, there's, like, a fire or something. So, like, you couldn't even watch technically all of them. But, like, that's why, like, like the first... I got, like, the first three or four Doctors. I bought, like, bootleg seasons at (laughs) at conventions before. I haven't gotten around to watching them yet, but I will. Bike gangers. Excuse me. Excuse me. You all right? (laughs) Well, sticking with the British theme real quick. Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in the movie, which I thought was great. People really shit on the movie, and that's one of my favorite movies. I don't I mean, know. I didn't mind the movie, but I haven't, I haven't read any. See, I read the novels, and I still, again, I, I'm not one to poo-poo movies that have to change things. And obviously, I'm also a most deaf fan too. Yeah, I think well, he's that's a really get, good actor. That's what I'm getting to. But before I get there, um, with Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, like, there's a lot. And to fit that in, like, a two-hour movie, I mean, come on, you're going to have to take some liberties. But I feel like they captured it very, very well. But I think a lot of it was because Mos Def, who I thought was amazing in that movie, he was a fucking great character. But in the book... He's a white guy? Well, that's the thing. I don't... He's an alien, so is he a white guy? No. Oh. Um, but in the book, he he's pretending to be, like, a British citizen because that's where he landed. He's he's a hitchhiker. Yeah. Galaxy a hitchhiker of the galaxy, if you will. That's how uh Arthur gets involved in all this. But Moe's deaf character, a uh, Ford Prefect, in the book I don't think it states what he looks like, as far as I remember. It's been a long time since I read those. But in the original shows, based off the old because it started as a radio program, but the uh they made a TV show, he was a white guy. And obviously British fans have more of a problem with this than, you know, American fans. He uh was played by Moe's Deaf in the movie. Well, there you go. Oh, you know, race swap it. But nobody ever said he was a British white guy. Like, like Douglas Adams, did, I don't think specifically say he's a British white guy because he's a fucking alien. So that's one of those things. How much of that movie was hated just because of that aspect? That seems like that would have been a better thing to, that, to be a TV series than a, than a movie. I still have hopes that they one day will do a TV series like that. And I hope Mos Def comes back because he was phenom- yeah. phenomenal. And the guy that played Arthur was really good, too. He hasn't acted in anything recently, has he? Mos Def? Yeah, I haven't seen him. He's in not any. Mos Def anymore. Oh, no? No, he changed his name a couple years back to, I think, Yaz- Yazim Bay or something. And he's kind of became like an activist. Um, he started doing some weird shit. But it's like, how do... Not to shit on Mos Def, but how do you change your name from Mos Def to... Um, what I'm assuming is maybe like a Muslim kind of name, like how Muhammad Ali, yeah, like Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali. Most definitely your real name, like, yeah. <laughs> and that was a cool name, dude. I, I don't. Does know. that mean we can take up the moniker of Most Def? Can one of us be Most Def now? I don't know. Can I be Puff Daddy? Uh, he's not using it anymore. Can I be Cassius Clay? I don't think he's gonna say anything about it. Well, he's dead, so that's kind of exactly. fucked up. Yeah, straying way far away from our original idea of here of just. The basic don't kill classic characters as far as, you know, reimagining them. Are there any char- other characters you could think of? Maybe outside of the comic book world? That, uh... So we covered the movies and stuff a lot, but... I, I think the basic idea of what we're trying to convey here is... You can't say you can't reimagine well, something or cha- let, you know, let, change let, it. No, no, I, I haven't watched them, but uh, Creed. Creed, you know... Is an extension and Rocky Balboa. Universe. Yeah. So 
That, like, and it, it's stooped within the history of, you know, the continuity that they've set up. And it's it's a weird, almost, like, in real time now well, kind here, of situation. Creed works very well. I've seen both of them now. It's because you have Apollo Creed's son, and Apollo Creed obviously got killed yeah. by Ivan. What's the name? Ivan Drago? Yeah. Um yeah, so he got killed by him. I've heard this second one was really good. Yeah, like, they're both excellent. I, they're both of my favorite. I, it was just I've movies. I don't have time. See, here, here's the thing. I like them better than the Rocky movies because they're modernized. Yeah. Because while the Rocky movies are, you know, inspirational and good, they're also like you watch the fights. They're not connecting on punches. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's a lot of liberties they take just with the fight scenes. And then like the story, I, I didn't live in the fucking 70s. I don't yeah. know what it was like. But you modernize it, and you take a young guy that I can relate to. Granted, he his dad was, uh, you know, Apollo Creed, fucking champion of the world, boxer, super rich. But he doesn't. He's Adonis Johnson. He doesn't want to be Apollo Creed's son. Well, wasn't he like? Um, he he's just his dad. Like his who he was, who like Apollo was married to, isn't his mother, right? Wasn't he like a like a bastard? Or a, I thought he was like a bastard. He no, because his his mom lives in like a fucking mansion and stuff, but they oh, weren't really? together. Well, he died when he was young. Okay, like I thought, I thought like he might. I thought I don't think he ever met his dad. I think yeah. it was the the plot point, and he wanted to kind of create his own name. Yeah, no, he was a bastard because I think he was in an orphanage or something, and Apollo's wife adopted him or oh, something like okay. that. Yeah, it, it was something like. I haven't been a couple years since I've seen the first one. That was like a great way of extending a series. Like you go the Dune route. Dune was an amazing series, but when Frank Herbert died, his son ended up taking over. I haven't read any of that. I forget his name. I haven't read any of his work, but I'm assuming he took over his dad's legacy because I think he has more books than Frank Herbert did. Probably now, yeah. He's probably had more time. But as long as you continue a story and do a good job of it, I don't see a problem with it. I think the thing is quality. Do you yeah. have quality in the work? That's what it comes down to. So if you want to make a Jared Leto Joker, if he's good, he's good. As Joaquin Phoenix is obviously proving so far. Without a fucking movie coming out, just a trailer, people are already like, oh, fuck Jared Leto's Joker. I'm so happy. Like, I think what they announced that it's going to be released on like October 4th or something like that. So it's like, it's like right before my birthday. Sweet. Well, here's the thing. Going back to Jared Leto's fucking Joker. Was he a bad Joker? Because he was only in the movie for like five minutes. They cut yeah. out all his scenes. I don't think he was a bad Joker. I just didn't like the way he fucking looked with the tattoos and shit. Yeah. But again, they were trying to modernize the Joker. He was. He looks young. What I'm interested in is that they're doing that Birds of Prey and Holly Quinn's movie. Right. So, I uh, like if they... Is show- Margot Robbie going to be Harley Quinn yeah. again? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard they were, they were recasting Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't know if they're doing the whole thing. Will Smith isn't coming back. No, but, you know, Ajisa Alba is going to be taking over for him. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's kind of one of those, like, um, but I'm okay with it kind of things. It ain't too if bad. That's not really, like, a. if anything, that might be, like, a step up, like, because I just think he's a, he might be able to play that character a little bit better. But, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, they're not recasting Margot Robbie. Like, there's... 
There's no. She did a really good yeah. job. She is pretty much you now when you think of Harley Quinn. That's what people think now. Again, though, it's because she's the first one. Yeah. Who's to say somebody else couldn't come out and do better? They would shit on them until they came out, and I was like, "Oh wait, she's a phenomenal." Whoever came out is a phenomenal yeah. Harley Quinn. So like, I don't know if they're recasting the entire cast. I'm not sure how that's playing. They can't. That'd be stupid. Then again, it is DC. They're fucking yeah. making support. But what I it's just it's so weird now because like James Gunn is coming back to do Guardians three, which in a article I wrote I said would happen. <laughs> just so everybody knows, if you want to check that out, it is what is the deal with Marvel and James Gunn or something along yeah. that line. I said at the end of that article, he's coming back. Yeah, I knew it was gonna you happen. Did call just, it. I did call it. Go on. But then he's, I, I think, because I think he's still, because before that, he was hired to do Suicide Squad 2, and I think he's still, still doing that. He's still doing that. He made the fuck out. <laughs> he made out double time. What he needs to do is convince them to do the first ever Marvel and DC movie crossover of Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad. I don't know how that would work. But I would I would pay the monies to see that. In 2019, it is really stupid that Marvel and DC don't do that. Because they did it in the comics in the yeah. 90s, so why the fuck not? You're going to make all the money. Well, Superman fights Hulk? I think they're on better terms now, but there for a long time, Marvel and DC was, was feuding with each other comic book-wise. But you'd think at some point after so many of these superhero movies, they would do a Justice League versus uh, Avengers movie. I'm going to stop you there, Spencer, because I think a drunken bullshit episode is in the making here, and I think not only what you're talking about is going to be the topic, but I want to talk about what the fuck is happening with Valiant Comics in the movies, because it's 2019, and I thought we were supposed to have some damn movies out. So let's end this one, Okay. and then we'll start recording another one. Bye. Hey, folks, pretending I'm doing a separate intro, which I'm not. (laughs) I just wanted to tell you that you can, because I never do this and I always forget every single episode. To do an outro? Well, every single episode, we just say, okay, goodbye, see you later, have sex and get drunk. No, I always forget to fucking tell them about our personal stuff. Oh. Like, I feel like, you know, maybe you should go to www.drunkenpenwriting.com for all your fiction needs. Yes, yes. Maybe you should check out at Drunken Pen Writing. No, it's Drunk Pen Writing. I'm already fucking it up because I never do it. At Drunk Pen Writing on Twitter. And you can email us if you have any show ideas or if you want to submit some kind of work to our website. It is drunkenpenwriting at gmail.com. And you can also find us at Facebook at Drunken Pen Writing. So stick around. Check us on Friday for the Drunken Bullshit episode following this one because I think yeah. you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Or not. I don't really give a hootin'. Those ones are fun. Also, you know, did you pick Betty White or Scarlett Johansson? You picked yeah, Scarlett Johansson? Yeah. You're going poopy butthole? Uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Keep that in mind, folks. It's always <laughs> going to be poopy butthole. See ya. <laughs>